everyone. Welcome to my podcast hosted by me, Judy Kopsar. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Greetings, health seekers. Welcome to Master Your Thoughts Podcast. I'm Judy Kopsar, and today's episode is on is your brain wired for increase? I want to welcome everyone to the podcast all the way from YouTube to Facebook to all of the podcast platforms. Some of you are listening, some of you are watching. It's good to have you here. Share this far and wide. Mastering your thoughts. Once you are able to do that, you can master your life. Why master your thoughts? Why a podcast on mastering your thoughts? Because your thoughts are everything. Everything starts with your thoughts, whether you intentionally think something and create something into being, or you're responding or reacting to something that happens to you in your life, you're going to have thoughts about that. You're going to have feelings about that. And as soon as you start thinking something, that thought then turns into a word that you speak out of your mouth, a decision that you make a action that you take and the life that you manifest. So our thoughts are extremely powerful, extremely important. So that's why this entire podcast series, Master Your Thoughts, is dedicated to helping you guys master your thoughts. All right, we're going to launch right into the topic today. It is very, very interesting. And there's some science around it that I can't wait to share with you because usually, you know, it's my husband, the doc, Doc Bradley Cobsar that does all the sciencey stuff. I'm more of the uh, spiritual, emotional, mental health guru, but I'm going to get into some science with you guys today. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is contraction versus expansion. So we can either have thoughts that cause us to contract, constrict, like, oh, why did that happen to me? Or, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so worried. What if that happens? Or what if that doesn't happen? Like you can see my face, my body, everything is contracting physically. The words that I'm speaking, they're contracting. And therefore your thoughts are contracting too. They are thoughts of contraction or constriction or restriction, as opposed to thoughts of expansion. Because always when we're thinking expansive thoughts, that's more about release, acceptance, responding rather than reacting that's always going to lead to increase. So we want to know, is your brain wired for increase? If it isn't, or if you're not sure, well, it's a good thing that you're here listening and watching, but you will have some tools at the end of this episode to actually do some exercises in order to wire your brain for increase. All right. I'm super excited. So Uh, When we have constricting thoughts, that pulls us off course. It tugs at us. It pulls us. It just drags us away from our God-given potential. And we are... We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. So we are comprised of energy. We are comprised of, of the divine. So we're, we have this physical body, but our thoughts and our mind is different than our brain. Our brain is physical. Our brain has physical reactions in it, chemical reactions, but there is an essence to us that either raises our vibration, lowers our vibration, that helps us connect with a higher power, source, God, 
And, and that has to be acknowledged when we talk about mastering your thoughts. So when we're constricting, we are literally getting dragged away from our potential. Why? Why does that happen? Well, a couple of things. Number one, it lowers our vibration. And, and I have this word for um, the, I call it the filthy five. You're going to learn about the filthy five. These five feelings and thoughts literally just lower your vibration, constrict you, cause you to retreat and contract. And I call them the filthy five because are you ready? They are filthy. And here they are. Number one, guilt. Number two, shame. Number three, regret, fear, and blame. Those are the filthy five. There are more than those things that cause us to constrict and contract. There are more than just those five, the filthy five that cause us to be tugged and, and pulled off of our God-given course, our, our course for, poten for potential, for reaching our, our greatest potential in life, which really there's not a ceiling to that. Just want you guys to know that, that we really can always continue to reach higher and higher for whatever version of ourselves that we want to be. But those filthy five, they're responsible for lowering our vibration and pulling us off course. They also keep us stuck in an endless loop. I know that you can relate to this, that you have thoughts that are on repeat in your head, that I call them on the loop. And they go over and over, like, I'm not good enough. Um, I'm too old. I'm too young. Um, I had a terrible upbringing. Um, I had neglect, trauma, abuse, um, betrayal, whatever those are, like whatever those thoughts are. And, and maybe you're blaming somebody on loop too. So they keep us stuck. The other thing that the filthy five does is that they drag you backwards, which leads to decrease. And we are talking today about wiring your brain for increase. Um, they also release neurotransmitters and chemicals, physical reactions in our body that conspire against us. Okay. Now, chemicals get released in our brain when we think certain things. Neurotransmitters also get released and they go into our blood system. So a neurotransmitter, I want you to think about that is like the hormones in our body. A neurotransmitter is the hormones in our brain. Okay. And they dictate certain reactions to happen when a neurotransmitter is released or released in excess or released in the perfect amount that we're designed to really only release them in the perfect amount. Um, but we can send ourselves out of balance by thinking thoughts of the filthy five, right? Guilt, fear, shame, blame, and regret. Okay. That's the filthy five. So Let's talk about those as actual, real scientific reactions that happen in our brain and that affect us, okay? Because, you know, we're not we're not in the business of just talking hooey and like positive thinking, like, Oh, if you can, if you can think about, you know, butterflies and rainbows and think positively, like I really rarely say that to you guys because there's actual science and, and we'll get into it in a little bit, but there's actual science um, around the specific neurotransmitter, the specific chemical that gets released from specific thoughts that cause you to feel specific things. And when they are released in excess or not enough of them are released, it changes everything. And it can cause you to even be more anxious or more worried or more depressed. Okay. It causes you to constrict. 
But there's always a root cause to things. And oftentimes it isn't what we think it is. Now I'm going to give you a, I like visuals. Um, those of you that are not watching on YouTube, you can find me on YouTube. It's Judy Pearson Cobsar. I'm on YouTube, uh, Facebook, find us on wellness method. Okay. Facebook, uh, Instagram, you can watch this, but I'm going to give you a visual example of what constriction and contraction does in our physical body to our muscles, to our joints, to the physical parts of our body. And it is an analogy to show you what happens in the spiritual, emotional part of our body, because our body was designed perfectly. Like it's a miracle. It, it is divine. It is not an accident. So think about our DNA. You know, we've talked about the DNA. Um, everybody has different DNA. Think about how many cells you have in your body. Think about a neurotransmitter that can literally affect every single cell in your body. So, so we have to understand that how our body is physically designed, it is parallel with how it is spiritually and emotionally designed. And I'm going to prove that to you if you're out there going, hmm, cutie, I don't know. All right, we'll just wait. Okay. So here's what's really cool is that I have, have an injury right now, and it is that I have a lot of knee pain and that I can't walk. But I'm going to use this as an example to explain to you how releasing and expanding can put us back on track after a constriction pulls us off track. Are you ready? All right. So I injured, I didn't injure my knee. It's not really an injury. It's that my muscles have contracted. And they contracted because <laughs> I was wakeboarding some weeks ago. Well, actually wasn't wakeboarding. I never got up. Um, it was the second time I've tried wakeboarding in my life and I was determined to get up and I probably should have quit at about five tries, but I think I went seven or eight times. Um, but I didn't, I didn't ever get up, but the, um, the, the chronic nature of trying to get up. And then when I got home, you know, I hit the gym really hard and I may have overtrained my legs, big surprise there. Cause every day is leg day. Um, I, I, I didn't injure it, but I stressed my muscles. Okay. And, and then I just think like, I grew up water skiing and single skiing, like put me on a single ski up in a second, but you know, now it's all about snowboarding and wakeboarding and wake surfing and all that, whatever. I'll just have fun on the tube. Okay. So I really kind of stressed my knee and my quads. So I'm going to explain to you what happened and I'm going to use a chart. This is something that the doc has used for many years. If you are not watching me and you're listening to me, I have an anatomy of the human body, but I'm going to be focusing on the knee area. Okay, so here's my knee. This is where my pain is. This is what feels like it's out of whack. This whole area right here, my kneecap, all this right here, super um, kind of like in pain. I literally couldn't walk. Luckily, I know a good chiropractor because Dr. Kobsar, <laughs> the last probably the first 10, 15 years of his career did mostly chiropractic. He did a lot of functional medicine and wellness, but he did work on a lot of bodies. And what he knows is when there is pain in the knee, most of the time, and I'm going to go ahead and say 90% of the time, the issue is that the IT band right here this is the IT band and the vastus lateralis that these muscles are pulling on the tendons that surround the kneecap. See that? Okay. 
Now, the other thing is like in here too, your adductor can pull on it, your vastus medialis, right? Like your quad muscles. See how they're attached to the tendons that surround the knee? Okay, so do you think if these muscles get contracted, constricted, are they going to pull on your knee, yes or no? Yes, they are. In fact, they're gonna pull this kneecap off its course. Hence the analogy that our constricting thoughts pull us off course. Well, my kneecap has been pulled off course. It no longer just, you know, acts like a kneecap, which this is what a kneecap is supposed to do. It's supposed to just move up and down. Okay. It's no longer acting like a kneecap normally acts. It's pulled off its track. So whatever it's tracking on now, it's not supposed to be tracking on because it got pulled off course because my muscles are constricted. So what do I do? And this is, I know to do this because Dr. Kopsar taught me this is you work to release the muscles that are constricted and contracted. So I did all that work this morning. I worked on them, you know, with uh, many various modalities and tools. Like we use a lot of tools here when we work on the body, just like we use tools working on the mindset and the internal systems of the body. Um, but anyway, I got these muscles to release, to expand to come out of their contraction and constriction. And guess what happens? I can walk. Oh, it's a miracle. And let me tell you so many people with knee pain, this is all that has to be done, but they find themselves at a doctor's office getting referral to a surgeon. And Dr. Kopsar has seen this so many times that now they're scheduled for surgery when really all it is is a tight IT band or you got your quad muscles, adductor, medialis, whatever is going on that's pulling your kneecap off track. So I release those muscles. My kneecap is now tracking. I'm still going to do some work on it. I have to get the inflammation down, but I can literally walk. Whereas last night I couldn't walk at all. Like I had crutches. <laughs> Good thing we have crutches at the clinic. All right. So that is an analogy for your thoughts, because don't think that your body was designed, you know, physically one way and emotionally and spiritually the other way. It's not, it's all aligned. No matter what, when we constrict and contract, it takes us off course. It takes us off course of what we're supposed to be doing. Okay. So back to our thoughts. Well, what causes that contraction or expansion in our brain is that, you know, it's the same thing with muscles, right? It, it was, it was stress that caused my muscles to do that. Well, stress can be something that causes constriction in your brain and in your thoughts, right? Trauma, neglect, betrayal, all of those things, those can cause constriction of your thoughts. But here's what happens when your muscles constrict, they get what's called tonic and we got to work out the lactic acid. We got to work them out with the brain. What happens is chemicals get released and neurotransmitters get released that we already talked about. And I'm going to read from you, um, from our, uh, recreate journal. So recreate 365 is the name of our wellness program that our wellness partners go through when they come to work with us. And if you work with us at our clinic here or virtually, cause now we're helping people all the way across the country. We just, uh, have someone from Texas that came into our family today, our wellness method family. Um, and now uh, also of Philippines and Fiji. So we're helping people internationally and nationally, and it's awesome. Um, but they all get this journal. And this journal was written by Dr. Kobsar and I, and this is all about your thoughts. This is all about your mindset. This is all about the chemicals in your brain. Um, because when we work with you here at wellness method, we don't just work on the internal systems of your body. There's a root cause of why you're struggling, why you have high blood pressure, why you can't lose weight, why your hormones are out of balance. There's a root cause to that. And we down to that root cause by testing. 
but also there's a root cause to why your thoughts are not working in your favor. So I'm going to read this uh, section of change your brain, change your life. <laughs> and that is exactly what the chapter is titled. Be careful of your thoughts. When you think chemicals are released, those chemicals dictate how you feel. Your brain receives information from the world within you, just like it does from the world around you. Feelings and emotions are converted into chemicals released into your blood. They inform you of trouble in your world or cause for celebration. They change the chemistry of every cell in your body. And they deliver electric nerve impulses of whatever your brain is thinking and feeling. Your thoughts affect your energy moment to moment and your thoughts affect your life. So let's talk about some of the things that happen um, that get released when we feel a certain way. So chemicals and neurotransmitters, like I said, some are chemicals, some are the hormones of our brain called neurotransmitters. So when we feel bliss or love, endorphins get released. And we know endorphins because we also know that endorphins get released when we exercise. We have that kind of like that, that good, happy feeling. Runners have that runner's high when the endorphins are released. Um, so bliss and love releases endorphins in our body. Peace and tranquility release Valium. Yes, we have Valium in our body. Okay. That's a chemical that gets released. Acute stress, meaning like, oh, like all of a sudden, like acute, like something terrible happens or something really stresses you out or somebody really triggers you. Acute stress releases adrenaline. I know you're familiar with that. You feel that like in your gut, right? You feel that in your, in your lower midsection. It's kind of like a shot of something. Chronic stress that releases cortisol. Cortisol is known as the stress hormone. So we have a certain amount of these chemicals and neurotransmitters that are designed perfectly to be released in perfect balance. But when we are out of balance in our thoughts and in our actions and in our mind and in our mindset, then it's going to cause these chemicals and neurotransmitters to get released either in abundance or not enough. Okay. I'm going to read this quote to you from, I had to take a drink of water. Um, that's why you heard silence for a minute. If you weren't watching me on YouTube, <laughs> you're like, where'd she go? I'm going to read you this quote from Bruce Lipton. He is one of our mentors that we follow. Speaking to that, it might've been um, interesting for you to hear that peace and tranquility in our, you know, like when you pray, when you meditate, when you're very peaceful in your mind, that, that Valium is the chemical that's released. You're like, wait, Valium is a pill. Well, no, guess what? Listen to this. The only reason a medication or pill can have an effect on you is because your body already makes it naturally. That's why your brain cells have the receptor site for drugs to bind to. If your body did not make it, the cell receptor would not exist. And therefore you would be taking a medication and it wouldn't do anything because it has nowhere to go. It can't bind to your cell receptor and start affecting your cells. Because remember, when you take medication, that's not going into your stomach and making a party. It's dissolving, going into your bloodstream, and it's going into your cells, the literal cells that breed life into you. 
Okay. Now, <laughs> I love that. I love that passage from Bruce Lipton. It really gives you an idea of how powerful our cells are. Okay. So back to our thoughts and how powerful they are. You think 40 to 50,000 thoughts a day. <laughs> think about that. I know that's, I know you're like, that's probably possible <laughs> because I know that is for me. 40 to 50,000 thoughts per day. I, I always tell my um, youngest daughter, she's in middle school. I always say to her, you know, she's like, mom, how could you forget that? And I always say, you know, hun, you have five things going on in your brain right now. I have 500 million. <laughs> well, now I know it's about 50,000, but I like to exaggerate to make my point to my children. Of those 40 to 50,000 thoughts per day that you have, for most people, 80% of those thoughts are damaging, meaning they are not serving you. They are filled with stress. They are filled with anxiety. They are filled with the filthy five, guilt, shame, fear, regret, blame. They are filled with the filthy five. 90% of those filthy thoughts are dam of those damaging filthy five thoughts get carried over to the next day. So you're compounding, right? So that's think about like you're investing negatively. Okay. We don't want you to invest that way. We don't want you to compound your interest that way. So those I call decreasing thoughts. Okay. Those, those thoughts that 80% of them, apparently based on studies are damaging to you. Those are called decreasing thoughts. And we want to wire your thoughts for increase. So where are you when you're contracting those five thoughts? Like where, where are you when you're thinking those thoughts? Where are those thoughts coming from? Of those five categories, when you think about your life, you're like, oh yeah, I totally blame that person all the time. If it is guilt, you're carrying guilt of something that you did that you're ashamed of. And that likens to guilt, guilt, shame, right? Regret. Those three kind of like tribe together in the filthy five. So what are you hanging on to? What haven't you moved through? Now we're always going to experience these filthy five in our life because it's life and things happen and we do things and we're not perfect and circumstances come up. But what we're trying to do here with the Master Your Thoughts podcast is to train you to move through the filthy five quicker so that you get into mastering your thoughts and your thoughts not mastering you. Okay. So I'm going to give you a very simple exercise of how to just really take control of those thoughts. And we're just going to kind of focus on the filthy five because those are very common in everybody's life and how you can start to move through those a lot quicker. All right. Because we don't want you in constriction. We want you in expansion and in increase. So the first thing that you're going to do. So step number one is that you need to become aware of your filthy five. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about of guilt, shame, fear, regret, and blame of those five. You can write them all down on a piece of paper. I would write them on the top of the paper so that you have lines underneath them. And I want you to write down what things happened, what people do they bring to mind, what occurrences, what things did you do that line up to those categories of the filthy five. You got to become aware of them. You, you have to look them dead in the face. You really have to tell yourself the truth. Otherwise, you're not going to move through this contraction and constriction to move into expansion and increase. You're going to keep this 
stuck in some, you know, Pandora's box in your life. And you may very well be very successful. You may have a beautiful home and lovely cars and a lovely family and an amazing house and a great career. And maybe one of those, three of those, all of those, I don't know, but somewhere locked away, there are pieces of the filthy, filthy five that are still messing with you. Nobody's completely clear of them. Okay. Only one human that walked on earth that was both human and God, really. <laughs> um, I'm unapologetically Christian. Um, sometimes that just comes out, but we're human and we are going to mess up. All right. Always. So step number one is become aware right? Write down those five categories, see what comes up, become aware of them. If you look at them and you target them and you tag them and you're like, I see you, don't think I don't see you. Then when those thoughts come into your mind that are in the category of one of the filthy five, you're going to be like, oh, I'm aware of that thought. I'm aware because aware means you're awake to it. If you're asleep to it, it means it's got a hold of you and it's been cycling. And maybe you've been like, oh, that's annoying, but you don't do anything about it. No, we're now aware because step number two is that you're going to grab it. So once you become aware of it, you hit that lasso and you grab it or you just pluck it out of the universe, out of your brain, whatever it is that you want to do. But you grab that. You grab that thought that is not serving you and that is damaging you. And you become aware of it because you wrote it down and you did this exercise that I'm encouraging you to do that I hope you do. But if you're driving, don't do it now. Get home, be in a nice, quiet, solitary place where you can really focus on yourself. Maybe you journal at night and go ahead and do this exercise. It's going to be very helpful. So number one, be aware of it. Number two, grab it. So when you grab it, that means you're in control of it. That means that you're saying, you know what, you're no longer going to run away with your own little method here and mess up, you know, what's going on in my life, in my head, in my body. Cause again, if we're releasing excess cortisol, well, that's going to really be harmful to your sleep cycles. That's also going to cause you to hang on to weight, you know, belly fat that you're trying to lose. Like if you're out there going, why can I not lose this belly fat? Right. Then you need to check your thoughts. It could be cortisol issue. It could be inflammation. And then that, you know, is a, is a physical issue that we could help you with. But Step number one, become aware of it. Step number two, grab it. Step number three is flip it and turn the situation into good. The situation, the, the relationship, whatever the regret is, whatever the shame or the guilt is, you're like, dude, no way. How do you turn shame into good? Well, let me tell you, I've, I've had to do it because I wanted to move on with my life. I did not want to stay in regret and guilt and shame and fear and blame. Blame isn't really a big deal of mine. That that's luckily that's one of the filthy five. I don't have to deal with very much, but the other ones I do. So how do you move through them quickly? And they're going to continue to come up in life, right? So, all right. So flipping it now, this is an art, but it's very simple. And I'm going to give you some examples. So how do you turn a situation, a thing that happened to you, a person in your life that messed with you? How do you turn that into good? Example, my knee. That was a bummer. It is a bummer. You know, I'm working on this one phase of our program called Cellular Supercharge. And this is for those of you that are optimal and um, you just want to take your health, your cellular health, your brain health to the next level. So I'm working on this, you know, we're in this phase right now. We're just, our whole team is, is in it and we're just going for it. And then bam, my knee, like I can't work out. I can't do the workout regimen. Um, I'm in a lot of pain. I, I didn't sleep well last night. So this messed me up. I was mad. 
<laughs> However, I have to tell you that I was going to talk on a different topic for this podcast. And I had the script written, but when this happened to me last night, well, I, I really had to speak to this whole thing about constriction, contraction, and increase. And hence, this topic came about today in literally 15 minutes this morning at 6 a.m. when I was working on my knee here in the clinic. Um, it came that this was the topic that I wanted to talk about on my Master Your Thoughts podcast today. And it wouldn't have come to me, maybe sometime down the road it might have, but it would not have come to me if I had not experienced extreme pain in my knee, my muscles were constricted, I released them, my kneecap is back on track, and I was able to say, oh, this is something I want to share with the world. So hence this podcast. So that's a way that I am looking at what happened to my knee, though there's stuff that I don't get to do right now for a while. That's a way of flipping it. And, and making it for good. Um, another example is, let's say you've had past trauma. Let's say uh, you've had abuse in your life. Let's say um, betrayal, loss, regret, you know, guilt. Maybe you hurt somebody just deeply. These things, if we stay stuck in them, they will shrink us and they will decrease us. But if we move through them, right? And, and we, we look at them and we use the become aware, grab it and flip it. If we use this very simple exercise, we're going to move through it. We're going to heal from it. We're going to rise from it. And guess what happens when you move through those really tough patches of your life is that you grow. And I know that sounds cliche. We don't go through things. We grow through things, right? Being an overcomer, it might sound cliche to you all, some of you are like, no way, heck, I've grown through some really hard stuff. I'm here to tell you, it you are not defined by what happens to you in life. You are defined by what you do with and how you respond to what happens to you or how you respond to what you did. That's what defines your character. That's what defines how much you're going to grow and how fast you're going to, I'm not going to say reach your God-given potential because we don't ever reach the ceiling, but how much you're going to move into your potential. Okay. So um, step number one, become aware of that thought. I'm suggesting that you write down, you know, in each category of the filthy five, someone or something that is causing you to feel those things, or maybe it's yourself. Number two, grab it, meaning now you're in control of it because you're like, I see you. Don't think I don't see you and what you're doing. I'm on to you. Like I'm watching you. And then number three is you take it and you flip it and you flip it for good. And, and when I say for good, I mean benevolence, but I also mean for good. Like don't go back. You're done. Flip it and you flipped it for good. Okay. So in summary, I am going to give you a challenge. Okay. And I, you know, you guys, I come here to only hope that I can touch just at least one person. I know from comments, from feedback that I'm touching hundreds. I want to be able to touch hundreds of thousands. I may be touching thousands. And I'm not saying that to be like, hey, look at me. No, I'm saying that to be, hey, look at you. Look what you can do in your life. Look at how far you can come. Look at how you can become an overcomer, how you can rise from the ashes, how you, you can become more resilient. You can become a fighter because that's who you become when you move through the filthy five and you move out of constriction and into expansion. And the more you do that, the more times you do it, you are wiring your brain for increase. So I'm going to give you a challenge as I close here in this episode. And that is of the 40 to 50,000 thoughts you think per day, and I'm taking this challenge myself, just so you know, 
of the 40 or 50,000 thoughts that we think per day, instead of 80% of them being damaging, can you make 80% of them leading to be good, benevolent, leading to increase and expansion? All right. That's my challenge to you is taking the 40 to 50,000 thoughts and flipping them and making them be for good instead of for damage. All right, you guys, as always, I hope this was helpful. And I thank you all for being here with me. And I can't wait to see you next time on Master Your Thoughts Podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And I hope you will join me again next week for a brand new episode.